and you know the devil you know yeah i mean the it's you can't replace you know you can't knock out the table leg without putting another leg underneath like there's a it's, it's like what model will we use to make sense of things if we don't use the model we currently have even though the model we currently have is sucks <laughs> right and, and at least at least you know what you're getting in the model you have at least you know what to expect even if the expectations are quite low yeah. um at least you know what it is when you go into the new thing what if it's worse i mean that's always you know it could be worse or it could be harder or it could change your life in ways that maybe you know i think a lot of people are afraid of change just in general yeah. like we, we are habits of we are creatures of habit and, um, you know, change requires a lot of actively doing something differently. And that can be really hard. And, and it also depends on who's around you. Um, you know, sometimes when people around us change, we try to get them not to change, which people don't realize either that, you know, sometimes if you have a friend um, who in your group of friends, like say you guys go out drinking a lot at night and one of your friends says, you know, I'm going to start going to bed earlier and I'm going to mm -hmm. start maybe um, being more responsible and your friends will start saying, ah, you're no fun anymore. Come on, come out with us. Um, and the reason is that if this friend is, is doing something a little more responsible and living a little bit in a healthier way, it forces the other people in the group to look at themselves in the mirror and say, oh, there's this other thing that's now being held up to me. This other person is now a mirror for me. And I don't want to have to look at the fact that maybe I should be more responsible. So, yeah. um, you know, they try to bring them back in the fold. In families, that happens. Let's say that, um, you know, somebody in the family is now, um, you know, not going to be the problem anymore. Like they're going to stop uh, they're going to stop drinking or stop using drugs or, you know, whatever they're going to, whatever their pro them being the problem in the family was now, now that that other person is being healthy, everybody else has to look at their contribution to the problems mm -hmm. in the family. And so nobody wants to be, you know, everyone wants to be the sane one in the family. And if the other person was the problem, now that person's no longer the problem, uh Oh, who's going to be like the identified patient in the family. <laughs> I totally understand what you're talking about there. Um, I've seen it a million times. I've seen it in my own friend group, especially, uh, with people getting older and saying, okay, I'm going to straighten up. And everybody's like, oh no, I have to too. Well, uh, yeah, even, even I see that a lot with like a group of single people where one person says like, yeah, no, I really like this person. I'm going to be in a relationship with this person. And people are like, dude, <laughs> <You know? laughs> what are you doing? You're so young. You don't want to be like tied up like that. And, and, and it's because they, they will have to grow up too if their friend is growing yeah. up. In the, in the second stage of contemplation, um, you talk about that there's a lot of resistance there. I know you already mentioned something about that, but the, you talk about this is where people procrastinate and self-sabotage to stave off change, even though it's, it could be positive. Um, and we talked about all that, but something that, that really resonated with me was the idea that uh, this is maddening for friends and partners to witness when you see somebody in a hamster wheel, because that is so often what happens. Everyone else in your friend group, I, this has happened to me just recently, like, but I've also been on the other side of it where you, everyone sees you doing the loop and everyone knows that you are in it. And you are the, when you finally do escape it, you're like, why didn't anybody tell me? <laughs> like, but, <laughs> <laughs> like if you could just talk about that, that phenomenon, right. which is so common. So there's, there's this thing I write about, um, in the book, the difference between idiot compassion and wise compassion. And idiot compassion tends to be what our friends do most of the time, which is 
um, you know, say you go through a breakup and they're like, you dodged a bullet. The guy was awful, you know, whatever it was. Um, even though that's happened to you 10 other times, you know, so clearly you're the common denominator in this, um, or, you know, something happens at work and you're like, oh my God, my boss is like this. And 